same in China, China, different, different stories. stories. We are the we ones that found our way, way, way in a new life. Adoptees born in China. Welcome to Adoptees Born in China podcast. This is Tara. I am here recording for birthday episode. I've done one pretty much every year since I started. It's always, we all celebrate a full year of being here. And a couple things for this episode. I did get a chance to sit down and record on my phone with Katie. We went to a rooftop in Brooklyn uh, with a beautiful view of the Manhattan skyline. And it was a cloudy night, but it was still a really cool view nonetheless. So it was actually pretty, it was actually pretty windy. So I did that. And then actually the next day, Katie received some really big news. And we had intended to finish recording, so if that happens, that's great. I'm sure I'll get another chance to record with her. But I also wanted to share for a birthday episode. I mean, I know I talked about how complicated it feels sometimes talking about birthdays. And just experiencing it or celebrating them for me has not always been something I've done on like a bigger scale but this year being 30 years and celebrating where we are as my therapist mentioned it's like we should also celebrate the life that we are in I went ahead and did do a little bit more celebrating I actually and or took off work from the day of my birthday and yes I still do all the freelance work but I thought it was a really cool opportunity to sort of like sit down and reflect about everything going on I definitely feel a lot has happened just in the past six, seven months, but also the past few years. I feel like 26 especially is when I moved to New York City and I will be going back to Maryland for the first time in about three years, coming soon. And there's updates. So for those who've been listening, which I really appreciate and hearing from everyone about their experiences, their stories, and sharing the show with others who might be looking for another resource. It has been great to keep doing this, and I still do it for passion, of course. Um, So, first note, I finally went and saw a live podcast recording for Guys We F, or Guys We Fucked. It's a comedy podcast hosted by two comedians, who are based in New York City, and they've been doing that podcast for over a decade now, I would say. Definitely was introduced to the podcast world by these two comedians, but they do talk about relationship stuff and sort of provide a nice perspective in a funny way about how to be in, I guess, healthier relationships. (laughs) And I went to their show in New York City. It was in a theater where you did have to meet a minimum, and I thought it was very funny because I did buy a seat that was like on the floor and I chose one that was like pretty close to stage because I figure if I'm gonna go see a live recording or a live comedy show why not be in the front I mean more experience more fun so I did get a nice actually the quality food was really good so I was very happy to have that but I had a nice chocolate cake that had like gold flakes on it and it had like mango and some other fruit infused and then some mint ice cream on the side and it was one of the most decadent things I had but it was also really good and I would just sat at my seat eating this cake by myself because the table I was at happened to be um, nobody else was like really sitting there 
until like very close to the show one person did come sit down and then the other two chairs which I figured was actually these seats might have been held for like friends of the hosts because everywhere else in the theater I saw people being seated and I was confused because I was like by myself for most of it and I did get there early so I watched people while also eating the cake and then when the show started there was a lot of fun to be had. I actually did get an opportunity to go on stage for something, one of their interactive elements with the audience. Uh, it may or may not be on YouTube at some point, but it definitely had a cathartic feeling, the activity that I participated in, and I don't know. It's It's been tough, essentially, with working through some of those feelings, and, it, and that's what I mean by the last six months of really growing and learning more about myself and what I would like, what I prioritize, because it has been a lot of, it just has felt different from previous years. So I would say it is good to speak in the moment, but I also know and recognize that sometimes the things that we find faults in ourselves, I guess, we forget about it, or I forgot about it, but I know, like, a judgy characteristic is something I do, and I know I've done it with guys before, I don't know if it's just something I do, but I know I can say for sure in the two relationships I had recently, I wasn't really as judgy, and... It provided a lot of experiences. Uh, both did not end the best way. And yeah, you I mean losing losing that relationship with somebody that you've known for a while, I thought that was pretty insightful to think about how somebody you spend so much time with becomes a stranger actually, and it's true. And also as a result, I have shifted or refocused my energy to spaces where I don't feel uncomfortable and I don't feel like I have to be something that I am no longer or be something that I never really was um, and that has been a hard shift too I think there's like a grieving of there in that process and I know Kate and I actually talk about that I think on the roof so my other thoughts was I posed for a fashion shoot so I know I talked about posing as a human canvas for the body painting day and opening up to new opportunities but still I do the art modeling of course and an opportunity to be a model for a fashion shoot was presented and I was like why not that's something new I haven't done it before and I can say having the experience as an art model in the classrooms and stuff has um, I would say that was pretty helpful <laughs> the experience being able to hold poses it's a little bit more challenging I think as a model of course in a fashion context or photography <laughs> specifically having the experience of photography but also now being a model um, holding poses and stuff like it's a lot of movement and heels are something that I am not too comfortable in because I well I, I can wear them and I don't know if I would walk in Manhattan many blocks with them on but for the fashion shoot I wore them and it was, it was I felt it afterwards but 
the photos turned out really cool and I think a couple of them are going to be published in a magazine so I feel like that's a really nice accomplishment to share with the good and the trouble you know why not share that because at the end of it all I think trying new things talking to people just recently it has felt like my effort and energy is not so stilted in a way that I do think maybe I was because holding on to like anger related to family or relationships or I don't know just like ignoring moments where it has felt like a lot more of a challenge obviously in the long run creates more trouble so I say that essentially like there's there's a thought of like the more you resist the more it persists so I know for a bit I, I was resisting some aspects about myself which was like trying to be more social in the context of like drinking or just other things that I know I was like I don't know it's, it's sort of like it didn't really feel like I was old, like a part of something and I tried and I acted or made decisions in ways that did make me become a part of something but at the end of it sometimes you're just like not a part of these things and you know what that's okay as we I think like as we are experiencing life and stuff uh, especially like friendships and things it will go away at times can't control that and it's okay so that was a thought I had and even just more recently I realized even with like work too if I am working right there was I think in the previous times I would stress about like oh there's an available shift I'll just go ahead and take it even though I'm feeling pretty tired or burnt out and I mean I just realize it's like it's not that serious like it's okay to miss or like not take on that shift or not like move your whole schedule around to accommodate I guess like an upcoming shift or change so that in mind I did switch there too I will not switch but with that in mind I've grown in that sense that I don't hold on to like that feeling of having to switch my schedule or accommodate something just because it becomes available or it feels like I must it's honestly it really it comes to a point where I don't think it's like necessary to stress about something or move everything last minute because sometimes things do happen last minute and it's not at my fault or you know sometimes it's a combination of factors so I think that's like something very valuable to have known or learned recently too uh, versus like a younger much younger me I guess like five years ago I would have like moved myself around just to make it happen and on the last note I am going to be making my well I guess not the very last note because I had one other thought too but it's related but I am going to be going back to Maryland first time since I guess like really starting this show I hadn't I hadn't been back to Maryland really uh, I think one small little trip but I don't I would say that doesn't really count but I will be going back I actually think my parents are traveling that was not necessarily the intended plan but that's what's happened they've been traveling 
to various places and the weekend that I'm going down, I am going for a former co-worker's wedding who I worked with in 2017. 2015? No, 2017. So it's been a few years <laughs> and so I'll be driving down. I'm gonna try and maybe like see some people that I knew when I was down there and also I am staying in the city that I lived in for briefly before I moved up to New York. So a little bit tripped down memory lane in that way and I think it's uh, it was time after three years and also I do think there might be an opportunity that I can visit my parents on the way back to the city. It just works out that way so we'll see but I think it is symbolic in that way of if anybody can relate or feels that of having a close connection or tie to your home and I guess maybe on an adoption level too but having a close tie or connection to our country or even where we grew up where we were where we lived for a good portion of our life and leaving that and then revisiting it and if you don't revisit it all the time I think I mean, I feel like this is the case with many things, but the more often you do something, the less impact or intensity it might have. Um, at least just, that's how I feel in this case of, if I was going back to Maryland every year, I feel like the intensity or impact is not as strong as if I am just going back once every so often, and especially after the past three years with everything that happened, and I'm still doing the show, and I know I've talked about it with people in interviews, and also just with talking <clears throat> I know I've talked about it with people in interviews and also on doing these solo recordings which is also something I really only started doing this year with the show um, I find it to be I almost think like going back if I really want to do archives and stuff having the solo episodes is going to be easy to go back and listen because they tend to be shorter and I, of course, don't mind listening back to my voice when I do these edits, but connected to that. So now this is my last thought before I share the, if you keep listening, you're going to, I'm going to include the recording that I had with Katie on that rooftop. But recently I definitely contemplated about the search process. And I know I, back in 2021, I had done voice memos and recorded them solo and combined them. And I know those were pretty intense and raw, I would say, um, back in 2021, it was like between May to August, where I worked on the process of like getting my DNA and sending it to databases like locally. And I also was a lot more guarded about sending my DNA or like finding ways to enter the databases in China without physically going there. And I do think, I mean, there's like apparently a way you can do it in the, at least in my province or this particular organization is saying like send your DNA mail your DNA and that's I don't know interesting because of course you're going to be entering into a database with I guess it's tied to the government or something I'm not really sure it's so interesting because a reporter from there who actually she's the reason that Katie and I know each other she had posted on Facebook and then on Facebook had the contact of the reporter and I had contacted the reporter myself who then shared that Katie and I actually are from the same orphanage welfare institute so that is that's always the connection I share search getting back on track I know back when I was doing the DNA stuff it was out of anger it was a lot of anger and sadness 
for, I think, grieving a time of a change that happened with my parents here. I mean, of course, like, the fight and everything was a catalyst to showcase everything else going on in the family in a way, or just from my perspective, and that caused a estrangement essentially for three years. So I know back doing that search was more or less like my way to like try to find that other connection. And as time has passed since 2021, um, we're going into year three, I realize now, because an opportunity to do it again has, I mean, the opportunity has always been there to do it again or like go back, but I have felt even just more recently, and of course with Katie too, uh, the news that she received was like something that was big, uh, inspired me to start the search again because of course I have the connections, like the tattoo, and then in my file system and whatever, being the organized person that I am, I actually include, like have a file essentially of like all the papers and information, translation, like notes. Um, that I can just have ready to share. So I did prepare that in 2021 and now I have it again. And knowing that now it's a better time to do this because in 2021 I was doing it out of very negative energy and feelings. And so starting it again now, of course, it's going to take time and I intend to keep an open mind because of course there's no guarantee of any results. And I always say when talking about this with other people, especially people I talk to on the show, that even when you do find that connection, if it happens, when it happens, um, it's going to raise a lot more questions and I think it will affect your identity too because of course the adoption aspect is always a part of our identity, but of course introducing families, birth families or not. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I compare it to anybody who's married could probably verify or contradict, but I do feel like when you marry somebody, you marry into a family, right? So the other person's family, you're marrying into like a whole nother family. And I don't think adoption is like a reunion or whatever. It's not like you're marrying into that family, but in a sense, it almost feels like it could be because connecting back to a family that you had, uh, right? Like, I don't know how to put it, but I, I feel like there's like some sort of feeling that can be associated with that getting off track. So that I wanted to include. Um, so if you're still listening, I am now going to, well, now it's going to transition into the conversation that I had with Katie on that rooftop in Brooklyn. Um, it kind of ends abruptly because I think somebody had walked in while we were recording. I don't know, had a nice end. And then I considered like, I'll just do a talking portion that hopefully it's not too long but it is a reflection and i am excited to have some time off and to go back visit where i grew up Okay, it's one week away from my 30th and then about a month from yours, but 
today i was like let's record on this lovely rooftop in new york city looking at all of the big notable things in manhattan for i guess a podcast episode but also just for fun <laughs> and memories i like i like i like recording because it's like archives i'm with katie Many know you know who you are because I talk about you on the show. Thanks to you. <laughs> and I was thinking, okay, I didn't update you, but I was watching Exo Kitty. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About that show. I was watching that, and at the book I'm reading, they had very similar like adoption type story things with like. Is it a spoiler if I just say? No, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. I was like, if anybody's, I feel like a lot of people have seen it, but it's kind of like one parent keeps that they were pregnant from like the other parent like a secret entirely right like so it's like the one the one book was like the she got pregnant and she didn't tell the father at all okay so like the father has no idea and so then the daughter turns 18 and like finds her oh yeah i was like i wonder how many adoptions are there that like the one parent has no idea that they have a child yeah i was like damn that's pretty deep (laughs) that's hardcore but i guess yeah okay the other thing was like we are i mean i know a lot of us are in our 30s too but like we a big portion of us i think are turning into our 30s how's that feel how's it feel you're first i know it's so surreal it's very surreal Going into a new era, a new chapter of our lives. Mm-hmm. Still, always and forever, wondering how adoption fits into our life. Yeah. And how it ebbs and flows, and how you know we grow with it, and how we wrestle with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you know, it, it like I guess you feel like it should be easier as you get older. No. I also think it's because you get more experiences as you get older. Which then almost contribute to like your perspective on it all. I don't know. Yeah, I can't imagine. We've had we've had quite some experiences um, <laughs> in life in our adoption oh, yeah. world and our stories that yeah definitely I feel made us more aware of our identities. Yeah, and who we want to be and who we don't. I know, because I was like we men. okay <laughs> i was like what the i do remember though it was like we met and then i remember getting a card for you on my birthday and we hadn't met yet but that was the first time i saw your handwriting and i was like oh okay <laughs> my chicken scratch i love it no it's so unique i love it because it I, I feel like you sometimes it's like having a pen pal and then you're like whoa wow. yeah you definitely got me into like getting cards or writing cards more now <laughs> i'm glad yeah, I was like, oh, I, I, I'm sure I, I still have the first birthday card. I remember I got you a gift around your birthday. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I like went all out at Urban Outfitters and got you some camera stuff. Yeah. And I think the first time we ever talked was February 2018. Okay. Because I remember getting a call, and no one ever, no one calls me, <laughs> let alone people I don't know. Yeah. And it was just like, hey, I'm Tara. Want to call back? I think it was something like that, and I was like, "Wait, what?" I, I had to replay it. I'm like, "Who? Who? Who's this person?" 
once you told me like I'm Tara, I'm an adoptee, we're from the same orphanage, Faye connected us, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I'll call you back right now. Yeah. And that's where it started. And then it became like a weekly thing that we would like talk to each other. FaceTime actually. Yeah. And then in person visits. Damn, I know. And the then, memories. Yeah. And now you're here. And now I know. You're living your best life in New York. Everybody is like, Did you know anybody when you moved to New York? And I was like, I knew of one person but we weren't like that close <laughs> yeah we weren't as close as we are now oh yeah definitely not but you know all the in-person visits and in-person being visits. here mm-hmm. and i'm really strengthened our connection yeah and i think we also both went through like we actually like took space from each other too i remember mm-hmm. last year like we did take like three months apart or so yeah in 2021 yeah, was that sometime. oh so two years ago wow yeah. okay no time just flies but in like a healthy way yeah i think it was like productive i think it helped us actually like reconnect so 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 the people are like so she's your best friend it's like yeah she is Mm -hmm. like oh yes so touching i know it's just a sappy sappy (laughs) connection i want to be able to like hear back like listen back to this in like 10 years (laughs) where uh i'm sure we'll be in different places doing our own things still good places but good places different places good different but good geographically or not i'm like all right. i don't want to think about 10 years from now <laughs> i don't even want our birthdays this year oh my god! i'm not ready for 30 oh we're gonna go all out oh yeah oh yeah i love it it's like it's gonna be fun yeah but it was just like just think about the stories out there of like people who do find their parents or not and then learning about their stories i almost was like that's gotta be overwhelming mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think that's something i know i've questioned as i've done like my own search and thought about what it really means yeah connecting with a lot of adoptees who have been in reunion and then some who haven't mm-hmm. it's definitely changed my perspective of what it means oh yeah to like know your to family know. and actually have a connection with them yeah sometimes like reminders keep coming up at points that you don't expect it so i was like i feel like that in itself is a lot too like yeah <laughs> i don't know how you have like the emotional capacity to deal with like people messaging you i know i responded once i was like i don't like the way these people talk mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like yeah i know but <laughs> yeah. i'll listen to that i was like you're much more patient than i am i'd be like i'm not responding to you yeah you know just i guess to give context to people listening <laughs> i did a search and then it kind of came back to me and now it's actively on again almost without mm. any say or any yeah. kind of uh force <laughs> mm-hmm. and i'm just kind of letting it happen because yeah it's gonna happen whether or not i'm a part of it it seems and i'd rather be a part of it than not so. right but yeah i think that's what i was telling you it's like mm-hmm. i just hope that you can like advocate for your own voice especially <laughs> i was oh, like no, especially just, now that we're like 30 i was like please be able to yeah. i know you can advocate for yourself Like, I didn't know you when I did my first search. That's a good feel, And then yeah. I found you through my search, which has just changed everything. Mm-hmm. Changed my viewpoint of what it really meant to search. And I tell you all the time, but, like, finding you and other adoptees, like, that's what truly helped me heal. Oh, yeah. And really helped me see a different perspective of 
what it means to like be an adoptee exactly in america exactly similar stories different stories oh yeah similar pain for sure yeah how do you feel turning 30 oh man i mean i feel like this year itself was just i'm gonna look back and be like okay it's all good but um it was rough (laughs) just this year alone was rough i feel like actually since i moved to the city and just like growing and learning about how to be more of like a part of society in a way (laughs) like I definitely had some growing pains when I got here and then even just recently it's like okay so we're always changing but I do think now approaching 30 it's like all right I'm definitely more I would say more myself or probably more like who I was when I like was adopted I want to say wow which is like loud (laughs) that's a huge statement though yeah and that's a hard place to get back to it was so funny because I was talking with another, he's a Korean adoptee earlier today. And he's like, what work are you doing? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm still, like, I got a new job that's, like, part-time, but I still do the other job. So he's like, oh, the pets. I was like, yep, pets. I had modeling. He's like, I can never do that job. And I was like, I feel like you could do the job. He's like, I wouldn't know, no, mentally, I could not put myself in that place. It's like, yeah, but I like to do it because, you know, I like art. Like I like art too. I was like, okay, then I think it's just because I'm loud. I don't know. Confident. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very funny to just think about how like when I tell people what I do, it's like I'm an art model. Um, I know like previously in the past years I was like, I just I do I work arts question mark, you know? Mm-hmm. Um it's like fully coming into it. Fully coming into so it. Letting yourself have it. Oh yeah. experience the fashion side of modeling too it's, I know that looked really cool I know and that I was dress like, looks beautiful oh yeah I was like we're gonna be wearing that I got to keep <laughs> the dress that I wore it was designed yeah. by his name is Drew I didn't get the Instagram or anything but he like made that dress and I was like damn yeah he made it so it's a, it's a one of a kind that's what I'm wow. it's one of a kind I was like I'll wear it proud it's really funny though because the other the stylist actually had to like help me get it on why? Like, what's complicated? Because <laughs> it's like the boobies. Oh. <laughs> we just couldn't get it over. So we had to, like, he did whatever the stylist did, and it got on, and it stayed on. <laughs> it was really funny. I was like, all right. It was just funny. It's like, all right, you should keep the stress. And, like, it was really hard to get on. But okay. <laughs> Once it was on, though, it was great. from you at, yeah, the, yeah, at that art right. place geographically it's like whoa <laughs> um, we modeled together and he's like I, I started to do photography fashion focus during the pandemic and I was like props to you I don't know how you do that because he's like and then at the end of our modeling session he's like I'd like to like photograph you and I was like okay so when I walked in he's like yeah we really want to like accent your legs and your face so I was like fine by me <laughs> And then, so I was like, that was an experience. I think it was like two hours. I was gonna ask how long. It was about two hours. We went through three different like looks, I guess is what they call it. It's hard. I was like, this is hard, but also pretty cool with like props to like do stuff. And I'm sure you were a pro at it because you sit still for a very long time. I think that helped. It did help. It did help. Hold your body 
in certain positions for a very long time. Yeah, the pictures will show that too. Once I get them, I'll have to show yeah, them to you. Yeah, I want to show everyone. I want to oh, see them. Like, everybody, look at, look at, look at these legs. I guess. <laughs> but it's true. I think it's like these are definitely assets that I was it flaunt what you got or whatever. <laughs> so I think coming into thirty for sure was a roundabout way to say like, okay. the podcast because i'm sure i'll post or edit but yeah I mean, it's a give and take and we've, i've said it so many times like i may have helped you find the city but you helped me find adoptees you know oh. the community of chinese adoptees korean adoptees or just adoptees in general and yeah people who understand without saying it mm-hmm. and that i couldn't find that anywhere oh yeah you were the first person i've ever really even bonded with about adoption that mm-hmm. made me feel less alone so mm. you know that's right yeah it was we, like we traded we traded <laughs> we definitely we traded have, uh, what we what we had uh-huh but even with the, like your most recent what happenings with like the search stuff like people reaching back out to you after i mean it's been silent but they just reached out back to you from china yeah. and at the same time i started reading this book that i didn't know the context of and then watching the show and i was like wow there's some adoption themes in both of these and the people reach it was just the timing is very it's just wild how sometimes things happen you oh, know yeah. it's, it wasn't planned that way either no. and the person who reached out to me about the search is someone that knew me because of my post yes like how we met yes she saw my post about hongzhou and about a reporter willing to take on adoptees who want to search okay. for their parents she was one of them six years later she yeah. was, the reporter asked her to reach out to me wow to, oh because they were trying to reach to contact you me because okay. my wechat was down and i <laughs> i only recently got it back up but never lose your wechat it's, it's very hard to get back this is my second time getting it back and i think this is it like oh my god i just kept pressing buttons because it's very 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 it's hard. annoying i feel like you have to keep logging in or something I was like, note on WeChat, I think you have to like, keep logging in or like look at it every two days or something, or it's going to log you out. Yeah. It's really bad. Really, you have to be very active on it. Yeah. Um, I think it booted me after six months. Six months? I, I stopped using it in 2020. Wow. And then I hadn't looked at it in 2022 at all. So it's been like, yeah, it's been... Two, almost two years. I don't so. look at it that often either, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's that post that keeps on giving. Really it was much. a very, I mean... <laughs> To be fair, it was a very well-written post. It was like, I mean, reading it too. It was like, in your intro, it was like, wow. And then, I don't, th- I don't know if you put that you were a writer in it. I don't think you did. I don't think I did. No, because I don't think I was even writing at the time like oh. this. Oh. Yeah. So before you were okay, I didn't realize. I like that. committed. Okay. Well, you could tell you were a writer in that post. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is very well written, very informative. <laughs> contact info whatever i and i think i was like i might have sent you all because i'm like i'm like i sent you a message but it didn't come to your inbox until i like commented on your post yeah yeah so i was like i don't want everybody to see the contact i don't know i must have given you my number or something yeah it wasn't a private message though but i I think it was like i 
sent you a message privately, but it, you didn't get it. And then I think I waited like a week and I was like, maybe I should just comment on the post because I don't know how it works. I think it's even like that today. Well, no, no. Now I think they notify you if you have like a message mm-hmm. pending. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. New. Yeah, back. That wasn't back, always the case. Back six years ago, that wasn't the case. So then I commented on it. I was like, I think I, and of course, I'm not a writer. So my thing was just like, hey, I'm Tara. I think we're from the same orphanage. I sent you a message. That's it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Very Tara. And it's now very, when I look back, yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, yep, <laughs> but that's cool. Yeah, because then we started message, and then you were able to, like, really go into it. I was like, so uh, I'm not really good at messaging, but do you want to, like, just talk sometime? And that's how we started calling. I was like, okay, I'll call you. And thank you for listening to ABC Adoptees Born in China podcast. I'm Tara. You can reach me at adoptedbabiesfromchina at gmail.com or adopteesborn adoptees born in china pod on instagram and facebook